What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you aren't subscribed, you definitely should do so. Subscribe down there, hit the bell to get all notifications. That way you'll always be notified and get the Forever news. I got all the scoop. Definitely subscribe, hit that bell, and enjoy. Okay, people, so for starters, we got a little comment from the author of Jujutsu Kaisen, Gege Akutami, on one of the recent updates for the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film regarding the character Yuta and the little preview trailer. So we're going to be talking about that. We also got an update from the creator of Tokyo Ghoul Suishida. He did another fan art, this time of a different character, so we're gonna be taking a look at that. We got a big announcement coming out of Detective Conan and a new anime spinoff incoming. We got a small update on the latest stuff regarding Bleach and that long chapter in Ichigo Kurosaki. Small update on the Promised Neverland short stories book that's coming from the creators. We got a little peek into the upcoming Demon Slayer spinoff series. We got the top 50 selling manga of the week. We got the Shonen Jump author comments we got a couple of pieces of my hero academia news one in particular is regarding a comment that was made a couple of years back that a lot of people have been talking about regarding one of the people from cyber connect 2 very popular game developing company and he said something about my villain academia that we're gonna talk about because it's very interesting but also an update on the my hero academia anime and an unfortunate thing that's happening we'll talk about that as well fire force blue lock marshall ton of stuff we got a pretty notable series coming to an end we got some i would argue somewhat censorship regarding the creator of chainsaw man and something that he recently did that is somewhat getting changed then to a certain degree you could argue censored we got an update on one piece magazine we got an interview with the creator of dragon ball super or technically one of the people that worked on Toyo Taro. We got some stuff from that. We got the Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. We got a big Naruto game related announcement that I don't know how I feel about it, but we'll talk. We also got a little bit of a word from Masashi Kishimoto, the creator of Naruto with Dragon Ball and its 40th anniversary incoming. We got a little thing that's been making rounds regarding some comments that have been made over the years from the former CEO of 4Kids Entertainment. They're the company that licensed Yu-Gi-Oh! and are responsible for the horrible One Piece <laughs> initial dub that a lot of people hated and what people would argue stopped One Piece from uh, basically becoming mainstream. We're going to talk about it. We got an update on World Trigger Season 3 and a visual and a random petition that people have been making for the Olympics and a particular anime and it's so bizarre but we're going to get into it. And yeah people stacked house but without further ado let's jump into another exciting episode of Forever The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you know, get it done. 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 Okay, people. So for starters, let's talk a little Jujutsu Kaisen. Now, recently we had a PV trailer for the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film where it showcased a little teaser of some of the characters that's going to be in the film in particular a character named Rika and a character named Yuta Okotsu and a lot of people are really really hyped about it we got to hear the first glance or the first taste of what his voice is gonna sound like and I thought it kind of sounded fitting for the most part for the character of Yuta especially what he was like during Jujutsu Kaisen Zero which is based off of a 
prequel series that was technically supposed to be another manga and Jujutsu Kaisen was actually supposed to be that series but yeah either way we got something there and the creator of Jujutsu Kaisen Gege Akutami had something to say regarding Yuta and their voice they said I originally had an image of Okotsu Yuta as neutral soft and gentle but capable of large ranges of emotion so when I found out Ogata Megumiwan had been cast for his role I thought it was a perfect fit so just a small thing basically from Gege Akutami saying that this sounds right for the character of Yuta and based on what I heard from that trailer you know it was a small little tease or whatever but it sounds about right it sounds about right for Yuta especially again at that point in the story because yeah Yuta he kind of morphs a little bit in something along the lines of basically growing up so to speak but at that point in Jujutsu Kaisen with Jujutsu Kaisen Zero he fits that kind of more soft like kind of sounding a little nervous type of just a soft spoken person basically so i'm mad at it and yeah that's what gaga akutami had to say next up we recently talked about the creator of tokyo ghoul and him doing fan art for tokyo revengers he did a piece for mikey which you know shout outs to mikey that's that dude tokyo revengers but now uh recently he actually posted a even more detailed more crazy amazing looking piece this time of dorakon dragon he said i like dorakon and oh my god honestly this shit needs to be in a museum or something like they need a release all these fan arts that Suishida is doing of different characters and everything like this guy is a golden child of yeah and it's kind of crazy because Suishida is like kind of connected with Shueisha like even his latest series Chojin X is being released through like you know the jump app and shit like that he's a Shueisha guy but Tokyo Revengers is Kodansha this man has no fucks to give he don't care I like Tokyo Revengers I'm gonna draw it in the most amazing like this piece right here and I've seen a, a YouTube live stream of how long it takes Suishida to draw shit like this many 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 hours so he's like yo i'm working on my series and shit but i like tokyo revengers i think i'm gonna draw some tokyo revengers and god damn it this looks incredible shout outs big 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 shout outs to Suishida. Next up, a small update regarding Detective Conan. Apparently, a spinoff anime is coming, which I'm not even gonna lie. It's pretty comical that Detective Conan is getting a spinoff anime, considering Detective Conan itself is like a thousand episodes long. Like, goddamn. Like, I, I would say the same thing. Well, no, I, I'm lying. I probably wouldn't regarding One Piece because I'm sure it'd be amazing. And maybe this will be cool too. But yeah, let's read Detective Conan spinoff manga series, Detective Conan Police Academy arc, Wild Police Story will get a TV anime adaptation and it seems to be based on what this you know the, the couple of images i'm seeing it's not going to have conan in it it's going to be about a lot of the police like the people that he works with when he's trying to solve a case and things like that maybe some of the characters that are like pivotal now because i haven't been caught up to detective conan in a very very long time in fact that was never actually caught up but yeah i haven't watched conan in a while and there's like bajillion episodes so i'm imagining these are more of the people that you see around and they're getting their own work which it could be interesting honestly like i'm not caught up but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to make it exclusive for only conan fans so maybe this could be something good i mean detective conan is phenomenal amazing if you like something that has an overall arcing story but is damn near episodic majority of the time detective conan is that shit like yeah it always feels like damn it got robbed of being mainstream over here in the west because yeah it didn't quite pop off like it should have but yeah new detective conan spinoff anime if you're interested 
this may be something up your alley. Next up, just a small update. We recently spoke about the big Bleach chapter that's supposed to be coming next week. That's going to be like 70 something pages. And then there was a piece of art that came out of Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach. Well, we got a way clearer image of it. And it says, Taite Kubo illustration for Bleach's 20th anniversary special chapter that will be published in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 36 slash 37. And it is a really high quality of Ichigo. And again, with that hair, basically having Ishin's hair and I can't freaking wait. I ain't gonna lie. This image, like getting an even clearer version of it is awesome. But woo, you know, we're reviewing that bad boy as soon as that comes out. That's gonna be probably top priority. So if you're expecting My Hero Black Clover One Piece reviews, they will come after that Bleach chapter. <laughs> can't freaking wait, but this image looks awesome. Next up, just a small look at the upcoming work from the creators of The Promised Neverland, Kaiushidai and the Misa Posca. It says, first look at Kaiushidai and the Misa Posca short stories volume cover. Just a typical you know promised neverland cover but there's also like some other characters that i don't think are from the promised neverland yeah i'm wondering what's gonna happen with them next i know that they just released that one shot dmc3 if i'm not mistaken and i haven't got into it but i've heard some good things about it people were saying like yo they should serialize that and the promised neverland had a lot of really good stuff a lot of people would argue that it probably could have been 10 times better if it wasn't what seemingly a lot of people proclaimed to be rushed a lot of people said that the promised neverland started rushing and to be honest with you it felt that way for me as well i'm part of those people <laughs> like it does does feel like it started rushing after a certain point and yeah like you can't deny that the first arc of the promised neverland is damn near classic at this point so yeah i can't wait to see what they have coming but um this little short stories this is something that i would definitely recommend buying if you like the promised neverland yeah when it comes over here to the west i'm gonna pick that up for sure and i know my niece is probably gonna want that too she loves the promised neverland and i also got her into black clover but that's a side note accomplishments fam okay next up we got just a small look a first look at that at the upcoming demon slayer spin-off series that's going to be hitting Psycho Jump magazine which is basically a gag magazine and again for the hundredth time this is just a gag series it's not a true spin-off sequel of, of any kind it's just a spin-off of like gag stuff of what if they were in school and based on it it just looks like you know chibi typical kind of like the art you would expect from like a boruto sd for example you got zenitsu in it you have one of the hashira of course you got tanjiro in there you got the black hawks and shit like that so nothing out of the ordinary honestly again exactly what i expected for this demon slayer spin-off but yeah i might check it out if i see it here and there i don't know if i necessarily indulge i can almost guarantee that it's going to have an anime if the attack on titan little chibi spinoff got an anime attack on titan junior high if rock lee had an anime this is going to get an anime i am almost guaranteeing it and it's gonna catapult psycho jump even further and maybe get more people into their little sd spinoff shit but yeah people that's the demon slayer spinoff series it's about to exist <laughs> okay next up let's take a look at some of the shonen jump author comments i'm really excited to look into these they're always a joy i mean weekly shonen magazine which we have some of those two later on in the episode but they're a little bit more funnier but these are some very notable authors that we cover every single week on the channel so let's start off with Kohei Horikoshi creator of My Hero Academia he says I can't believe the series has continued for seven years it's thanks to all of you thank you for reading wow seven freaking years with My Hero Academia major congrats to My Hero holy shit I want to say it was at the very tail end of 2014 just as Naruto wrapped up My Hero came along and it's it's been a hell of a ride i want to say probably again maybe october-ish is when it will be exactly seven years crazy big big ups to my hero uh then moving forward undead unluck yoshifumi tozuka said it's been eight years since my editor honda-san took me on thank you so much hashimoto-san i look forward to working with you so new editor on undead unluck if you see anything new about the series 
Blame the editor. No. <laughs> Posca Demizu, one of the creators of The Promised Neverland with the DC3 one-shot said, Back in Jump for the first time in six months. We published mirrors as well as my art book in Japan in the interim. Check them out. So basically it's like, Yo, this is an opportunity for promo. Let me do it. Ichiro Oda created One Piece that I laughed so hard and was overcome with emotion from seeing Ashita no Tari Nai Futari. I respect these two comedians so much. Glad to hear Oda's enjoying himself. Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days, said, I thought I'd never get a big belly, but I've done so little exercise lately that I've gained weight. Pretty soon he's going to start looking like Sakamoto himself. No. <laughs> Hit the gym, fam. Trust me, I've been as much as I possibly can. I've been getting my ass in that damn gym. Do it. It'll benefit you in many more ways than just one next up the author of Mashal Hajime Komodo said thank you so much for the birthday stuff I'm so grateful author of the elusive samurai Yusei Matsui said I bought a ridiculously giant wine glass it's no joke the aroma is on another level with this thing don't get too happy and too drunk there fam <laughs> Gaga Akutami back baby Jujutsu Kaisen said thank you so much to the manga readers who reached out to me while I was on hiatus it is so Awesome for you to be back. Love ya. Keep bringing the greatness on. Yuki Kawaguchi, the author of the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. The mayor's name was Hetch Horlock and the granny's name was Miali. I'm gonna do another video real soon on the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. You should be reading it. Five chapters and I'm telling you right now, it is fucking incredible. Amazing. I'm loving it. Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover said, The Daijo Boon Boon song from Inai Nai Ba gives me life. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, Tabata. Okay. <laughs> Little uh, enthusiastic there, but all right. And yeah, people, those were the author comments we have for the weekly Shonen Jump author comments this week pretty fun stuff okay next up we got a couple of pieces of my hero academia news this one is a little bit less related exactly to my hero but kind of sort of in a way because one of the people that work on cyber connect 2 or at cyber connect 2 basically a game developing company they've made the naruto storm games they're currently working on the demon slayer you know kami chronicle games apparently a couple of years ago because this is kind of a little more relevant now because a lot of people including myself um in case you ain't see the video then yeah it is what it is i uh, have been very upset that my hero academia has been shafting the my villain academia arc and it's been skipped and it seems to be getting relegated to the last handful or so episodes despite the fact that it's one of the best arcs in, in the series period and a lot of people have been circulating resurfacing this comment from which is now deleted by the way from one of the people that work at cyber connect 2 and basically this is the gist of it a japanese shueisha game ceo cyber connect 2 had made a twitter post that the villain arc in my hero academia was taboo in shonen jump when it first came out to show that much growth of the villains villain centric story without protagonists for so long the comment is interesting from a business perspective not talking about fan response since villains got in top 10 polls in japan when you think about the choices of the anime this season and again he shortly after that had deleted the comment about it being taboo and things like that but that also adds into everything it kind of solidifies what i've been saying regarding the way you know just studio bones and the production committee and everybody behind this how they've been shafting my villain academia because a lot of people have been saying it's more so the production committee and not studio bones himself of what they're doing with my villain academia and this adaptation like season five of my hero academia is one of the least favorite seasons of mine of the entirety of the story like i'm just not gelling with it and i really enjoyed season four season three was incredible season two was incredible season one eh, as innocent beginnings you know humble beginnings but ultimately yeah this also explains a lot and again he deleted it probably because you know the controversy that follows but essentially it is frowned upon to 
move the heroes aside and make the villains for an entire arc of a mainstream series like My Hero Academia just absolutely sympathetic and grow, which is very odd because it's kind of like, wouldn't you want to see the perspective of somebody that like is doing bad things? You know what I'm saying? But I guess maybe Japan looks at it as well in a certain regard. We don't want to basically bail out criminals and make kids that are reading this manga or anybody reading this manga for that matter think that it is okay to be bad. Like a series, for example, like Death Note with like, you know, Light. The bad things that Light was doing, you looked at him as like, oh, he's evil. Even though he's supposed to be the protagonist, the main protagonist, which was very interesting and unorthodox for a jump title, you saw him as, oh, this dude is evil. You didn't look at Light and be like, oh, Mendito, poor Light. Like, no, he wasn't like that. But with My Villain Academia, you're going to feel that for characters like Toga, Shigaraki, uh, you know, twice, all of these people because they've been through some shit and they go through some shit in My Villain Academia and it's so good and why are they skipping it? <laughs> I think we're still gonna get it and hopefully they do a good job. I don't wanna be melodramatic every time I mention it, but yeah, that, that comment was interesting. And while we're on the topic of My Hero Academia, uh, the anime is going to be going on another break due to the Olympics. According to this, it says, My Hero Academia TV anime takes a week off due to the Olympics. And by the way, this article is from Crunchyroll. It says, the official Twitter account for the My Hero Academia TV anime series announced last night after the broadcast of the latest episode that the next episode, episode 107, will be broadcast on Japanese TV on August 14th, taking a week off due to the broadcast of the Tokyo Olympics. To make up for the missed week, a special live stream will will be held on August 7th with the voice actors of Deku Bakugo Todoroki to celebrate the climax of the fifth season of the TV anime series. And of course, I knew this was coming without even reading this. And the film, My Hero Academia, the movie World Heroes Mission. Honestly, it's getting to a point where I'm starting to get mad about the existence of this film. The fact of everything of how season five has turned into because of this film, this film better make me bust a nut or something. Like, that's what this film needs to do in order for them to remedy this shit in my eyes, okay? Because... What the fuck? But yeah, if you're expecting my hero this coming week, think again. You gotta wait till the 14th because the Tokyo Olympics are, um, yeah, making them take a- Which it even makes me think further about my- Ah, uh, you know what? Let me not just go down the rabbit hole why they shitting on my villain academia. Fuck it. It is what it is. They're taking a break. Let's move on. Okay, next up, people, we got some updated sales for a few different series. For starters, we got Fire Force has- 16.5 million copies in circulation kudos to fire force very very awesome i'd imagine after it wraps up it'll probably have 20 million definitely after it gets another season assuming it gets another season which i don't see why not blue lock which is a series that doesn't even have an anime yet and a lot of people are basically saying that it is going to replace or take over the mantu where haikyuu left off uh because blue lock has 4.5 million copies in circulation without an anime and it's a kodansha weekly shonen magazine title i can't tell you if you don't know about sales and about these publishers how big of a deal that is to do four and a half million copies when you're in weekly shonen magazine kodansha which is a much smaller publication than weekly shonen jump and shueisha like that is a very big deal blue lock expect all the haiku fans all the kuroko no basket fans they are going to blue lock when that shit gets animated mark my words and since we're talking sales Marshall has reached 2.1 million copies in circulation i want to say we got seven volumes if i'm not mistaken out at this point or seven was about to drop something along the lines of that so 2.1 million is not an exploding like holy shit but that's amazing to 2 million copies no anime fresh series is about what 70 something chapters in at this particular point yeah i could see by the time we get the anime about four to five million copies maybe around there depending on if unless we get like some huge thing because it already had a big influx of sales it went from like it was doing about thirty thousand to lately i want to say it's doing like 90 to 100k first week which is big big stuff for Marshall so yeah 2.1 million great stuff already half of what Blue Lock did so that is showing the power of a Shonen Battle series from 
jump from Shueisha and all that. Okay, people, next up, a series that has been announced to be ending for quite some time, if I'm not mistaken, but it's been confirmed that Jagan Manga by As the Gods Wills Muneyuki Kaneshiro ends with the 14th volume. The 13th compiled book volume for Muneyuki Kaneshiro and Kensuke Nishida's Jagan Manga revealed on Friday that the manga will end with its 14th volume this fall. The manga entered its final battle last November, and I'll never forget, I read like the first two to three chapters of Jagan a long time ago when it first came out and I remember I was just like what the fuck I probably even read more now that I'm thinking about it probably like five or six and I remember it just kind of started morphing into something a little bit different but it was crazy and a lot of people from what I gathered what everybody told me and what I've seen a little bit it kind of gave me at the very least from the shock factor value of something like Gantz like it reminded me for whatever reason of Gantz not based off the content itself because I only read the first handful of chapters but just the vibe of the you know shock value the crazy shit that I hear that went down in this series like Gantz so maybe it'll get an anime adaptation at some given point who the hell knows but yeah Jagan ending with the 14th volume long live Jagan I know a lot of hardcore Jagan fans shout out to Otaku God okay people next up something very interesting to note because a lot of people always say that American comics are the ones that are censored and Japan is a censorship list oasis so to speak however this is some form of censorship if I'm just being honest with you because the author of Chainsaw Man Tatsuki Fujimoto recently released a a one-shot entitled Look Back, and it seemed to be a tribute to the Kyo Animation Studio fires and all of that, you know, just horrible tragedy that went down. But apparently there's some censorship going on with that one-shot after it's been released due to an outcry. Let's read. This article courtesy of Anime News Network says, Tatsuki Fujimoto's Look Back one-shot gets changed post-publication to avoid quote-unquote promoting discrimination. The official Twitter account of Shueisha's Jump Plus online service announced on Monday that the Look Back one-shot manga by Chainsaw Man's author Tatsuki Fujimoto has been altered post-publication due to reader feedback regarding inappropriate expressions. The changes were made quote-unquote out of a desire to avoid depicting something that could be linked to promoting bias or discrimination by the way there's some spoilers here so if you don't want to get spoiled about this one shot i recommend leaving but this is going to give the context of what needed to be changed in the one shot a man claiming to be hearing voices and having a paranoid episode goes into an art school with an axe claiming that a student plagiarized his art although the event still occurs in the altered version both the references to the paranoid episode and to the motivation of plagiarism have been replaced with different text in the japanese version the line according to his statement he was hearing voices insulting him during a paranoid episode was replaced with a line saying that he had the intention to kill the first person he laid eyes on the lines they're wrong it's mine isn't it it was my idea first you plagiarized my art didn't you were replaced with lines insinuating that the artist creations were looking down on him and making fun of him although the manga was well received in japan i love the living shit out of that one shot accruing over 1.2 million views on the jump plus app some readers pointed out the similarities between the events of the manga and the kyoto animation arson incident which i thought that that was odd obvious that that was kind of like a tribute in, in a you know artistic way there were also concerns that the portrayal of someone with schizophrenia as a mass murderer could stigmatize the mental illness i totally get that but because it wasn't like in your face it wasn't straight up saying like yo this dude from my 
recollection if i'm wrong i'm wrong on that but i don't believe they said straight up yo he has schizophrenia and this and that they kind of alluded to it and also again i thought it was a homage to begin with of that event like i thought that this was kind of called look back and i think there was even like people were pointing out that it said don't look back in anger because of something on the last page and the first page or something like that but either way i thought it was a beautiful tribute to that story and the impact maybe it left on you know tatsuki fujimoto so i mean i get it not wanting to stigmatize mental health mental health is very serious and doesn't get stressed enough of how important it is but ultimately like that is censorship so for people that say that manga and anime never get censored there's no censorship in you know the east think again because this is censorship and i adored this one shot i can't wait to buy the volume and support Tatsuki fujimoto in any fashion i love this author's works he's amazing so yeah i totally get why they did it but it is censorship we gotta call it what it is okay people next up an update on one piece magazine and when can you expect the next issue to be released and one piece magazine usually brings forth some goodies some you know tidbits that Oda says about One Piece like it's a very big deal One Piece magazine volume 12 by Eiichiro Oda will be out September 2nd so around September late August to early September you know leakers they be dropping all sorts of shit we might get some big tidbits um, from Oda himself because again they do a lot of really big things with this magazine you find out info about characters Oda does sketches of characters if they were older whole bunch of really cool shit so I am very very hyped for this can't wait to see what is gonna come from it obviously we don't get our hands on the you know magazine itself but we get a lot of insight and info from Oda and the creatives behind One Piece. Okay people next up just an interesting update that apparently in the coming WDBN I'm, I'm imagining DB is Dragon Ball so maybe World Dragon Ball News videos on August 9th and 16th Toyotaro himself will be joining Victory Uchida to talk about Granola the Survivor arc. That is going to be big guarantee we're going to have some content from there basically less than a week we're going to find some shit out this is going to be big. Uh, Y'all remember every time creators usually do this they're gonna drop some gems some jewels this is probably gonna trend everywhere so expect in mid-august um some big stuff for the granola the survival arc maybe we get a little insight little transformation updates all sorts of shit can't wait for this okay people next up let's talk about the top 50 best-selling manga of the week um from 50 to 41 a lot of the usual suspects again kaiju number eight wrapping up 50 seems like a lot of people they run out they get kaiju immediately and then it kind of slowly dies off because again it doesn't have an anime backing it at the moment so you got 50 um kaiju number eight with 19,000 this week again which is still very extremely strong uh X family another 21,000 I thought that shit would be at like a million by now but it's still <laughs> incredible numbers don't get it mistaken um wrapping up number 41 Jujutsu Kaisen again with another 30,000 1.8 oh my god then 40 to 31 I like it at number 33 the latest Vinland Saga so that's the sales of what Vinland Saga does 50,000 basically 48,119 uh, but basically almost 50,000 for the latest Vinland Saga volume 25 uh, that anime coming with the season 2 though I can't wait then uh, 32 and 31 Tokyo Avengers I'm imagining it's gonna be a lot of Tokyo Avengers moving forward yep uh 30 to 21 um Horimiya 16 Tokyo Avengers Tokyo oh my god Tokyo Avengers uh then 20 to 11 holy shit is this all Tokyo whoa my god literally every single volume from 20 to 11 is Tokyo Avengers and then the top 10 Tokyo Avengers Tokyo oh my god it isn't until number seven that it's not Tokyo Avengers anymore Ace of Diamond with another 63,119 so so no free number five oh my god another 88,000 this week then the top two Kingdom 62 with 174,000 and Tokyo Avengers this time in its second week um, outdoing Kingdom. Kind of crazy shit there. 403,000. So it's about 121,000 behind Kingdom. But 
big congrats to both of them. I love seeing like a new blood like Tokyo Revengers up there, but also Kingdom, a classic that has stood the test of time based on solely its merits of being a great story. Just rocking it out. Really awesome shit. Those are two manga that definitely deserve the success. Okay, people, next up, the Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. Let's jump straight into them, baby. Starting off with Hiromashima, creator of Fairy Tale slash Eden Zero. He said, Eden Zero has reached its third anniversary, all thanks to everyone's support. Thank you. Wow, yeah, it's been three freaking years already. So what is it, at 150 chapters around there? Maybe 130, 40, something like that? Big congrats, yo. Hiromashima, he gets a lot of hate because of a lot of, especially in particular, fairy tale. But, yo, he's had three hit series now. Eden Zero is pretty much a hit at this point. A lot of people were talking about the anime as a great adaptation. The manga, they say it's just one of the best works he's done. He's had three rave Fairy tale, this, and on top of that, he got the fairy tale 100 years quest going on. Like, big shout outs to Hito Mashima, one of the hardest workers in manga. Then we got Ken Wakui, author of Tokyo Revengers. He said, I tried to buy a ticket for the Olympics, but my payment was refunded. A real shame. That's okay. Honestly, they should have given you some free tickets for you and your whole family. You, Ken Wakui, alright, bro? Like, you did Tokyo Revengers. Like, they need to relax on that. That's disrespect on my man's name. Next up, Nakaba Suzuki, author of The Seven Deadly Sins and now The Four Nights of the Apocalypse series, said, The Special theatrical giveaways for the Curse by Light movie have ended. They were amazing. They had as much hype and depth as a manga volume. Can't wait to watch it. Hopefully soon. Put the last few episodes, Netflix. Come on, I want to finish this. And, oh my god, I ain't gotta lie. I tried because I've recently re-signed up for Netflix again and I try to watch like the first episode and Oh, the quality dip for Seven Deadly Sins, especially when you're watching, like, you know, I'd be watching some great shit, art and animation be top tier, and I go out and watch the first episode of, you know, the last 24 of the Seven Deadly Sins, and I'm like, oh, God, Studio Dean, you're gonna make me break out of fucking hives, God damn it. And then lastly, author of Fire Force and formerly Soul Eater, Atsushi Okubo, he said, I don't like bugs. Get easily sunburnt, and if I don't watch myself, I'll develop heat rash. I think in spite of this, I love Summer all the more. Is he a masochist? Like, he don't like bugs. Summer brings bugs. He, he gets easily sunburnt. Summer gets you sunburned, and if you don't watch himself, he'll develop heat rash. Why the fuck? Like, okay, you you went to some wild shit, boy. You a wild boy there, yo. <laughs> Shoutouts to Asushi Okubo. Always in good fun, by the way. I'm never making fun of him. It's just like, this dude is hilarious. He's great. Um, Shoutouts to Fire Force. Everybody in Weekly Shonen Magazine. Good shit. Keep doing your thing. Okay, people, next up, some Naruto game-related stuff, which we don't hear much about that ever since, I don't know, Shinobi Strikers became the end-all, be-all game for the franchise. <laughs> well, it's not really what you would think, to be honest with you let me not hype it up like that um epic games has successfully obtained the rights to naruto and is now working on implementing the character into an upcoming battle pass for fortnite which i've heard about this for some time they were doing like a poll of like dragon ball and naruto what do you want to see seems as though they probably struck a deal to get naruto on fortnite which i'm hoping viz media and the japanese corporations and whoever's involved got the bag fortnite makes billions and billions and billions of dollars and they rob rappers dances and all sorts of shit at the very least you better pay the anime you better pay the anime people well not the animators they you know they ain't getting their bag either because everybody's just getting robbed and shit but pay viz and pay the japanese corporations that money because they about to make a fuck ton oh my god there's gonna be naruto fortnite videos all over the place naruto skins i wonder who they're gonna do i'm guessing it would be naruto sasuke kakashi and sakura right that would make sense if they put madara in there woohoo 
I'll be playing Fortnite for a little bit, okay? And while we're talking a little bit of Naruto, Masashi Kishimoto, author of Naruto, recently spoke on Dragon Ball from the Psycho Jump's latest issue. He said, Among the many characters in Dragon Ball, the one I like the most is Kuririn, aka Krillin. I've always passionately read the parts where he chases Goku's back, even though he knows he's stronger than him. I love all the chapters where Krillin fights, and that's one of the reasons I chose to draw Volume 11. In case you missed it, we talked about Kishimoto doing a tribute to Dragon Ball Volume 11 for the 40th anniversary of Dragon Ball, which is like a three-year lead-up that they're doing over there. Wild shit. Uh, he said, congratulations on the 40th anniversary, which doesn't happen for another three years. But yeah, congrats. And yeah, I didn't know that he likes Krillin like that. You would never guess because he's always talked about how much he loved Frieza. And he had like a Frieza statue in his office and shit. But shout-outs to Masashi Kishimoto. Samurai 8 was amazing. Just felt like saying it. So next up, I've seen this little article making its rounds on Twitter um, regarding quotes from the former CEO of 4Kids Entertainment. And it was disastrous to think that this was a guy that was licensing some of the biggest titles in anime from Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh to One Piece. This dude had his hands on some big titles and... He just sounds awful. Like, this is remaking its rounds, but <laughs> let's just read. For starters, at one point he said, I think the term anime is misleading. I think kids don't know from whence we cometh. By the time we localize the programs, kids don't even know they're from Japan anymore. I will say this, that that was true in like the early 2000s but that was your fault like they don't know about it because you were stripping everything that made them anime and japanese from there like you was turning rice balls into jelly donuts and shit like that you did that they didn't even know from what cometh because of you in 2006 he said i remember ninja turtles which we do came from two drunks in um in massachusetts what the fuck he said that at uh ny comic-con 2006 why uh, the designs are pretty, so they appeal to girls, but the characters are very sexy, so boys like them. On the third grade protagonist of Magical Dorimi. What? My guy, you look very creepy. You sound very creepy. Um, in an Anime News Network interview, he said, If we can't merchandise it, it really doesn't have a lot of interest for us. That sounds greedy, but that is business, so I understand that one. The market for them, uncut. He's referring to, like, uncut, you know, not censored, like what they used to censor the shit out of anime. Just isn't as large as the one for the cut version. Again, that's true, but that's because you're, like, marketing towards kids back then. Like, if you were to market towards adults, maybe you would have had a different stroke of luck. But wild boy, wild boy, especially nowadays. Like, these comments age like fucking milk. Um, My manga comment is, I think manga is a problem. <laughs> hey! It's a problem because we're in a culture that is not a reading culture. The kids today don't read. They never. They read less today. Even surveys. They're watching more television. They're on the internet more. And manga, in my mind, is trying to put a square, um, you know, a square peg into to a round hole in the United States. It will never be a big deal here. For kids that are into the computer or the internet generation, they're not going to read. They haven't read, so they're not going to start now. And this was at Comic-Con in 2006. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, 15 years later, I am from the future, and I've come to tell you, close your fucking mouth. Like, people are reading more than ever. I guess he was way behind on the times. We're, we're in a different era where people are reading. Reading manga, you know how amazing that is for people? You know how much it's making people read more than never would have read in their life? Like... I didn't even like reading until I started anime and manga and shit. Then I, all of a sudden, like, I like reading books and light novels and shit. And yeah. And what it does for your mind, your comprehension skills and everything. Like, 
I didn't even talk like this 15 years ago, okay? Now, granted, um, yeah, at like half my age, I shouldn't have been talking at this level, but you get what I mean. In 2007, he said Japan is over, and in 2007, he said manga is dying in Japan. Again, shut the fuck up forever. To quote Charlemagne the God and Dave Chappelle, shut the fuck up forever. And this gentleman is one of the many reasons, folks, why 4Kids Entertainment no longer exists. Stupidity at its finest. Next up, people, we got a World Trigger Season 3 TV anime key visual reveal, and boy, it looks amazing. Is that Yuma, if I'm not mistaken? Yuma Sakumo? Like, yeah, he looks awesome, and the art looks great. I can't wait to get up to this point at some point, because, like, I'm slowly watching World Trigger. It's taking me forever, because the first season is a lot of episodes. Like, what is it? Uh, not a lot. I think it's, like, 80 episodes or 60 episodes or something. Maybe I'm off on that. Yeah, um, I'll get there eventually, but this shit looks awesome. And yeah, World Trigger Season 3 is not far off, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Toei Animation, they've been changing things up. They're trying to steer away from the long-running stuff. Like, they started World Trigger being a long-running anime. Now they're doing it seasonally. But also, that was because the author got sick and the manga went on hiatus. But that's a different story. And lastly, apparently people are bugging the fuck out. Because according to this, it says, There's a petition to make Yu-Gi-Oh! an Olympic sport. Apparently, some YouTuber started the petition and believes it's an absolute injustice that the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! is not an ultimate sport in the Olympics and I'm not sure because it sounds like a fucking troll I hope to god this guy is a troll but yeah I'm not signing no petition to make Yu-Gi-Oh an Olympic sport no I love Yu-Gi-Oh and hey you want to make some you know big grand thing like I went to in 2004 to Madison Square Garden for a big Yu-Gi-Oh tournament and everything awesome shit that is not Olympic sports. But yeah, people, those are the stories we had for today. I'm curious what you guys think. The author of Jujutsu Kaisen talking about the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie and Yuta's voice. The Tokyo Ghoul author Sui Ishida doing fan art of Tokyo Revengers again. The new Detective Conan spinoff anime. The upcoming Bleach chapter and the new art of Ichigo. The Promised Neverland short stories. The first look at the Demon Slayer spinoff. The top 50 selling manga of the week. Uh, Shonen Jump author comments. CyberConnect 2's comments on My Villain Academia a couple of years ago. And My here academia going out break for the olympics of uh, the updated sales for fire force blue box marshall uh jagan ending with the 14th volume the censorship regarding the creator of chainsaw man's latest work his one shot look back uh the one piece magazine dragon ball super toyotaro's interview weekly shonen magazine author comments naruto fortnite <laughs> kishiboto talking the dragon ball series 40th anniversary the former ceo of four kids is terrible comments on anime and manga culture world trigger season three visual you Yu-Gi-Oh! Olympics petition and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode. But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links in the description below. I'm Fedeva World. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga. Life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace and you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day. <laughs>